On this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap week one of the 2021 NFL season, where we dive deep into each of our team's games. We don't want to talk about the end result as much. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Browns and the Chiefs. And then we get to debut our segments for any new listeners, which we will be Performance of the Week, Nathan Peterman Award, Stock Up, Stock Down, and Week 2 Preview. End things as always with a two-minute drill. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Holm. Kevin, we're back in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. For now. It's a, what a great time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing in the world could spoil the studio for me. <laughs> like if it was cursed, and the very first game I ever watched here of my own team Went about as badly as I've ever seen a football game go for my team. Um, I'm definitely, I've got a lot of feelings still. Yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, do we just want to like go right into it or what do you want to do? Yeah. So uh, if you're if you're new to the program here, we typically, we always highlight our games and we're always going to talk about them, kind of talk about the ins and outs of them. Um and then we always usually like to pick one game in the NFL that we like to spend the same amount of time on or around the same amount of time on. Uh, we'll obviously talk about headlines and then we'll go into segments. But yeah, let's just go. Let's might as well. We're on it. Let's just talk about the Packers um, going the, to the, the Saints. Packers, the Packers played football, I'm told. I So I want to point out, this is something that definitely happened uh, accidentally. I'm right in my notes app here. I have... Vikings at Bengals, like, okay, Browns at Chiefs, and then I have Packers at Jaguars because I just, I had to say so many times on Sunday, they're yep. playing at, they're playing in Jacksonville, they're playing in Jacksonville, they're playing in Jacksonville. No, they, they, they played at the Saints in Jacksonville. Um, and did, the Saints did not need the Superdome no. uh, to help them out in this one. And so the Packers lose in week one to the Saints yep. by a staggering 38 to three. Yeah. Um, and so I, like I, like I said before, a lot of thoughts. So we're going to break this down. Uh, I, my first bullet point is just yikes. So I think we can move past that one. Mm -hmm. I like to break it into offense and defense because they are both kind of specifically terrible in different ways. Yep. So you got to start with the offense. You scored three points. Um, that. That can't happen. This was the highest scoring offense in the NFL last season. Not too much has changed. There's mm-hmm. some offensive line changes, but I I want to start by saying the offensive line seemed like they struggled a little bit with run blocking, but they didn't struggle, you know, a crazy amount. It wasn't so much an issue. Well, there were so few run attempts. That's well, the yeah, problem. <laughs> there, there were very few run attempts, and they didn't do great with, I think, run blocking. Pass protection, they were pretty pretty solid at, as good as you can expect with two rookies uh, making up the five-man unit. There was a big problem on offense, and his name was Aaron Rodgers. Oh. And, yeah, and, and I, and I want to preface this. Aaron Rodgers is and probably always will be my favorite Packer ever. Uh, 
anyone who's listened to this program for more than 10 seconds is aware of that fact. I know you're aware of that fact. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's on him, though. Yeah. He was right out of the gate trying to play hero ball. He was not running the offense. The tape is not going to be flattering to him either. He was late on throws. He was forcing the ball down the field instead of taking, you know, chunk plays here and there. I, you know, kind of, I think he was trying, like I said, to play hero ball and to ignite, like to answer the off season drama because he held the team hostage for basically the entire summer with this whole, you know, trade me. No, I'm not coming back, but I'm going to come back. And he finally comes back and the defense right out the gate lets up a touchdown, which, you know, isn't that new for a Packers defense. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to roll into town and be the hero and be like, that's, that's why this is all worth it. And it's, it's just a cruel irony that it was part of the reason that he looked really, really bad. Yeah. And you, you just can't have that look after the off season going the way that it did. And I think to a certain extent, he needs to, you know, kind of have an ego check and to be like, I need to run this offense the way it goes. And like I said at the top, I'll always love Aaron Rodgers, but he, th- this was 2018 Aaron Rodgers. This was, I'm not going to run the system. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to force the ball in the places. He had his second interception of the day was just egregious. Yeah. Didn't see the safety at all. Overthrew his target anyway in a double coverage. And like it was third and seven, and you're backed up, and you can make the argument because it was that that is something that happens where it's like if it's quarterback is you know you're backed up, you're down by at that point it was uh, was seventeen to three. three. Yeah. So you know you're trying to make a play, and he just hucks it, and Marcus Williams, shout out Marcus Williams, who's actually had a a fine career after his rookie season. Yeah, not a fan of that guy. Um, he uh you know, just picked off the ball. And you're like, okay, that could be an arm punt. Uh, well, then Marcus Williams proceeded to return it 53 yards, nearly scoring. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it, like, if that's an arm that. punt, then, you know, our our special teams on the arm punts are just as good as our regular special <laughs> yeah. teams. Um, so, I mean, I don't I don't have a ton more than that. I think LaFleur also got kind of away from what he likes to do. They spent a lot of time in 11 personnel, which he, you know... It, not all the time, but he likes to use 12, or at least historically has used 12 uh, more than he did this game. I think they were trying to attack the Saints' corners, who are all nobodies for the most part, except for Lattimore, who, got who paid. was hurt. He got and, paid after the end of this game. Yeah, he did. And, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's it's incredibly frustrating. It was just shocking, honestly. Yeah. As a fan, you know, I mean, I was... I'm not going to lie, I was coming out and I was expecting the super high-powered offense that we had mm. last season, maybe with a slight downgrade you know, from offensive line play, but this wasn't even their fault. This was just the entire scheme didn't work. Yeah. Um, it, and then, it looked very, like, it looked exactly like a team that hadn't had their quarterback all summer and they just weren't prepared like it's 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 shocking to see a team so like looking so unprepared especially for like a week one like what have you prepared what have you been doing juice like (laughs) they were just 
you know, every play would be, you know, a bunch of guys run their routes. And, and there's no, no excuse. You can't even have the excuse of playing in the Superdome. No. Like, there was a lot of Packer fans. I Yeah, it, it was it was <laughs> at worst a neutral site. Yeah. I mean, I think there were probably more Packer fans than uh, Saints fans there. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, the whole thing... The whole thing on offense is a disaster, and I have faith that, you know, Rodgers had a bad game. He's not a bad quarterback, no. and Matt LaFleur, I think, is a pretty good offensive-minded head coach. I think the team still has talent at the skill positions, and, you know, kind of the weird silver lining is the offensive line didn't play, you know, outstandingly poorly. So I think that they can kind of right the ship here. I think similar to, I think, what happened in the Bucks game last year, where they were also you know, massively outscored in Florida is they kind of went into the season without, you know, respecting their opponent, so to speak. I mean, the whole off season, once Aaron Rodgers is back, you know, you're a Super Bowl contender, last dance, Super Bowl or bust. They're playing a banged up, you know, New Orleans Saints without a lot of their skill guys, no Michael Thomas. One of very transitional New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And yeah, that, we talked about it at length that we just, we're not big on the Saints as a, yeah like what you know what they were the last few years so i mean it was shocking it was yeah. by far the most shocking result and that and that's why i think they probably just went in thinking that they wouldn't have to work that hard this game and yeah. hopefully you know you get punched in the face and you recover and you know you can right the ship uh, i didn't want to touch on defense as well <laughs> so we fired mike petton because his whole defensive scheme was basically playing a soft zone and also having no pass rush. So it's just watching seven-yard completions all the way down the field. We replaced him with Joe Barry, who played a soft zone with basically no pass rush, not a single sack. DB's playing eight-plus yards off the receiver in all situations. And the same exact fucking thing happened. And I just... I don't know. There was specific talk from Matt LaFleur over the offseason of saying, we need to have our corners playing more physical. They need to be playing, you know, closer to the line, jamming receivers and all that kind of stuff. And that's just nowhere to be found. It It's inexcusable at this point. This system does not work the way that they are implementing it right now. And the only other, the last note I have is about my favorite player on the whole team. Kevin King needs to get off the fucking field. He is so bad. He blew coverage multiple times. He played one less snap than Jair. They had Eric Stokes out there for, I think, like three snaps total the entire game. And his one coverage snap, he broke up the pass and had a great play. And I think, sure, it was on like a tight end or something. I think it was on Troutman. But still, I mean, they didn't play... Uh, Eric Stokes in the preseason. And I took that as a sign that, you know, maybe they don't want to risk injury and he might be the guy to play corner two. And now they're not playing him in the regular season. So it's like, which which one is it? And I, I just, I find it hard to believe that Kevin King being out there gives you a significantly better, like, outcome than putting Stokes out there. And I think Stokes would then have the opportunity to learn and get experience in NFL games and at least we can see what we've got because we know what we have with Kevin King and he fucking sucks and I'm sick of it and I don't want to see his face. I don't want to see number 20. I am 
done with Kevin King. He has ruined my own first name for me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That is that is the end of my rant. Very disappointed in the team as a whole. It was embarrassing to watch and to be a fan of and to be wearing a green jersey. He's got dirt. That's all he is. That's that's my philosophy. That's why Dakota Dozier was think, on the team so long. I think it's because the other DBs like him. And I'm sure he's like not a bad guy. <clears throat> but at some point, I mean, the play on the field, you can't keep overlooking it. And I, I don't know. I just... I'm at a loss. <laughs> and it is week one, so at least there's plenty of time to recover well, on both sides of the and, ball. And especially considering that the entire NFC North all lost. So essentially spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Essentially week one for us starts like week two. So it's all like a big do over. Still four weeks of preseason in the NFC North. Yeah. So um <laughs> and with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just, fru- I mean, it's frustrating. Just, I mean, you were obviously here for it and saw the game and, well, and, it, and it's different because you guys were right in it the whole yeah, time. And, and I that, got to mentally check out. Yeah. And that, quickly. that's the thing too, where it's like, this was a game. I, I do believe in this is not, I'm not just saying this because we lost to them, but I think the Bengals are going to be better than what going into the season people think is just they're in a, arguably the hardest division or one of the hardest divisions in the AFC North with teams like the Ravens and the Browns and then you have the Steelers you know looked really good against the Bills um, I think the Bengals were a victim of off-season narratives yeah. where they didn't do that much to improve yeah. and they kind of had a questionable draft pick which turns out to maybe not be as bad as people thought right and so that kind of just snowballs into you know the Bengals are going to be awful. Yeah. And I don't know if that's I mean they have a true. lot of talent on that team. Like the receiver the receivers if Jamar Chase, you know, continues playing the way he did. The receivers are awesome. Yeah, like Tyler Boyd very good. Higgins is very good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got Mixon had a nice day. I yeah, mean, Mixon, offense. you know, even like uh CJ Uzama is like not a bad receiving tight end. Like he can actually catch some balls and do something with it. Like they have people like, you know, playmakers yeah. on this team. The only question mark obviously is the offensive line which Still looked pretty suspect. I mean, Burrow was sacked five times, which if you look at the Vikings pass rush last year, that's not great. Uh, Michael Pierce played his first game for us. He had two sacks. He played really well. I mean, there were bright spots, things to be happy about. Um, I mean, we shot ourselves in the foot I don't know how many times. Obviously, the penalties penalties, was huge. penalties in the first half killed us. We had 10 penalties for 91 yards in the first half. Uh, we did clean it up in the second, only got two more penalties for another 15, 16 yards or whatever it was. Um, so obviously cleaned it up in the second half and then it just became some things that it's unfortunate that calls go a certain way, but my whole philosophy is if you don't want the refs to make impactful calls, don't put them in that position. Um, you know, and, and, Dalvin Cook, obviously the fumble in overtime, he's owned up to it. He said, you know, I, I, he said, I wasn't surprised with the fumble being or being staying as a fumble because it's, it's it, a 50 50. He goes, it, I, it I can't. a hard angle. Like, yeah. The way that. It just doesn't make any sense how they called it. The, the, in this, the same game, they called Justin Jefferson down 
when he was reaching for the end, when he was in the end zone, which you can, there's literally a shot where his feet are not, or his legs are not down. Like he is completely up in the air still. And they called him down before the goal line, which we had to waste a timeout um, because we challenged it and it was, you know, Mm -hmm. upheld and him being down. And then the same game, they said, oh, Dalvin's for sure down or he's not down when he, you can see him laying on the ground there. It's like, well, we don't know where the ball is. It's like it, it's, it's unfortunate that it comes to that, but just, I don't know. It shouldn't, yeah. it shouldn't have had to, it should it, not it have was had a to. judgment. And I think like you said, Delvin kind of owned up to it where it's like, even if you lost the ball, you know, a split second after your butt hit the ground, like you still lost the ball. You shouldn't have, yeah. you know, been, been that loose with it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I know that you know neither one of us are biased, but I wasn't shocked that the call stayed where it I'm, was. I'm not either. You, you couldn't really the way that he had it kind of out in his arm. It's impossible to tell from that far away and moving frame by frame, like where it leaves his control. I mean, it wasn't that far know? away from his body. It was. It, it was, was pretty out much from his like body, right there. It was, I mean, it was, <laughs> like, yeah, it was as far as I'm holding my no, arm right now. But, but it. I either way, I obviously. The fact, my my biggest thing, going back to it, like Jefferson's that should that plays like that should always be ruled as a touchdown because they automatically review them. They automatically do that. We saw that yeah. in the uh, in the Sunday night game or in the Monday night game yep. in the the Raiders Ravens. They ruled it a touchdown. They looked at it. He wasn't. Ended up, you know, almost costing the Raiders that game. Yeah, and obviously, you know, crazy events happened after that and over time, but. It, it plays it, like that should always be the fact that we didn't have a timeout. Yeah. You could make whatever you want about maybe we could have had that second timeout. We could have scored a touchdown instead of a tying field goal at the end of a regulation. But I don't think it made that much of an impact. It's just, it's just not a good. It was not a good showing by the refs on week in week one, which I'm going to get into in segments, but. You, there was a call in your game. We didn't even talk about the roughing. I mean, and like it obviously did, the game, it, it didn't matter. But, but it, it was, was so bad. Like it was it, the only time I yelled at the TV. Yeah, the it, whole yeah. and it was it was so bad. Like there was just things that I didn't like. But as a fan, I have I can't sit here and be like, oh, the refs' fault. Like no, it was us shooting ourselves in the foot with I don't even know how many false starts or holding and yeah, you know any having. I think we had four or five third and. 16 plus like we had like th- at least yeah, three we had at least three like third and 20 one of them yeah, yeah. like we <laughs> we had so many of them and, and there were bright spots like Thielen Thielen played really well KJ Osborne played really well um kind of building out that rapport with Kirk Kirk played I I think Kirk played just fine I mean he played really like he didn't turn this, the ball over this is the Kirk Cousins Trap. This is a quintessential. This is a vintage Kirk Cousins. Okay, game but like you look at you, you look you at lose, that. But he has a good box score. But so you cannot both, even say that's garbage. No, no, time. no. But I'm I'm not saying anything. People are saying yeah. Score that, north. That yeah. So there's the two camps of Vikings fans, and both of them got the ammo they were looking for in this game. Where one of them is going, we lost, and it's Kirk's fault. The other one's going, but look at the box score. Yeah. And I think the truth is probably. Somewhere on that spectrum, I mean, you can debate, you know, I mean, give or take, but with if you're the fact that Justin Jefferson was not called a touchdown, it really was 36 of 49, 351, three touchdowns, no picks. I mean, I don't know what else you could hope for. Like, you shouldn't need to need more than that from your starting quarterback. 
Like that's yeah. I mean that's fair. And you know he was sacked three times. There was a couple times where, yes, you'd like him to kind of go through his his reads a little quicker, process a little quicker, and you know not be as tentative and take some more shots. But I understand that the offensive line it's it's a it's the first game with them, and they had some they had a lot of false starts, a lot of holds clearly some chemistry issues needing to be fixed and you don't expect that week one and you know what are what are your thoughts on clint so far i don't i i think the offensive game plan was fine i think it became kubiak offensive yeah clint kubiak offensive coordinator this year um i think it would i mean i would like a little more deep shots take a little more aggressiveness especially having guys like jefferson would also like that like justin jefferson and thielen and and Credit credit to the Bengals. I don't think that Kirk just is not going to throw to Justin Jefferson. I think they had a great game plan on that. He still had, you know, five for 71 on nine targets. And obviously Thielen, nine and 92, two touchdowns on 10 targets. So we still were able to do things well on offense. It's, you know, it, it is what it is. It's unfortunate that, you know, it came down to a 50-50 call as well as a great play call by Zach Taylor and the Bengals on fourth and inches yeah, that to was set him up. That was, that I was mean, Burrow himself, yeah, actually. Yeah, and that, you know, yeah. that was afterwards. Yeah, I found out Burrow kind of wanted that as the play call. And, you know, I I think Burrow will be, you know, a very good NFL starter. I don't know if it's still a little early to tell. I feel like on, Burrow is like Matt Stafford, too. Yeah, yeah like, he could, like he got hurt really bad, you know. Like yeah, he's he can be, guy, I think... I, I picture like a Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, you know, in, in Detroit. Yeah. Um, that kind of trajectory. Like he's Good never with weapons around. He's never gonna be I'm never gonna probably consider him like the elite, like of the top three in the NFL. Yeah. But he's gonna be able to win you a lot of games, and that's just fine. Um I don't know. It's definitely a game we should have won. We're technically still in first place in the north, so that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Losing to an AFC opponent. Real, real and margin. Uh, Real tough day for the gritty. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even put together that Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase was did a horrendous too. gritty, though. That was terrible. Uh, it's better than the gritty Justin Jefferson did. Because he didn't do well. Because it got taken away from him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, shout out Jamar Chase. He played He played well. Um, Jamar Chase fooling all of us, going out and telling reporters I can't catch the ball because there aren't stripes on it, and then catching the ball like every time it was thrown to him. Yeah, no, he he did. He did. The hell, Jamar. Great job. It looks like he's going to be the field stretcher for them. T. Higgins looks to be the red zone target. Uh, Tyler Boyd appears to be Tyler Boyd in is the on the team. <laughs> like, yeah, he he's just kind of. I mean, that that's tough for if him. Those other two guys get tired. Bam, Tyler it Boyd is what it is. Right there. Um. I don't know. I think I I'm not overly concerned. It's obviously a bummer because now we have. Well, yeah, it's a good thing you guys don't have a tough matchup this week or anything. Or the next three weeks, we yeah. literally have at Arizona hosting Seattle at Cleveland, I believe, or no, hosting Cleveland. So it's that's it's tough. I mean, we got to go. We now have to go win two or three of those to be pretty good, and that's yeah. that's tough. So. I'm I'm not hitting the panic button at all. It's unfortunate that we lost. Shout out Greg Joseph. So are you are you looking at the panic button? No, not even close. No, it's not even out. It's no. not even visible. No, okay. Okay. Not. I just want to check. I 
I had to. I, I'm an inch above the panic button. Right? <laughs> I, well, I'm, when you lose thirty-eight to three, we'll, we'll talk about it. I'm sure you know, towards <laughs> the end. But I am literally seven days away from hitting the panic button. In theory, uh, yeah. You is that the hat? Is that the hat? This, by the way, this is this is the uh, aforementioned hat All that right. I may or may That's not on have the to line. consume. I mean, it's on the line twice. No, because so. he he came back. That the the first one was I would I would take no. I'm saying I, of it. I'm saying because isn't it if you just the lions in general? No. So so the, is it just the lions? The at bet home? was that I would I would take a bite out of my hat. Yeah. If we lost to the lions. Yeah. And I would eat the whole thing if Aaron Rodgers retired. Okay. So or no, if he opted out for COVID, that's yeah. what it was. So we've dodged the whole hat, but I may or may not have to eat. <laughs> part of the hat yeah and i really didn't think i'd be this nervous about it in the you know in the off season but here we are yeah all right let's go to the last last game we're gonna talk about um chiefs browns this was awesome i enjoyed watching this so much more than my team's game yeah no it was a great game um i think it's a honestly i know miles garrett was quoted as saying we don't believe in moral victories around here and like that's fair but like if you're a cleveland browns fan you should be very happy with this game. That's, that's kind of weird thing of Miles Garrett because like he been, tried to kill someone last yeah. hey, year. Hey, hey, a couple years ago. What was it, a couple years ago? Yeah. Jesus, I'm old. Okay, yeah. yeah. But that's still like, we, we don't believe in morals here, says the guy who attempted murder. But yeah, um, I think that you know whether or not they believe in it, this is a moral victory for yeah, them, especially it because it was in Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. The Browns put up a hell of a fight uh, against the Chiefs, who we kind of... I don't know. My my memory of the Chiefs, not that I didn't think they were good, but the last time we saw them was really bad look in the Super Bowl. And the Chiefs are still the Chiefs, you know, despite, you know, they've kind of made a bunch of changes along the offensive line. But besides that, they are the exact same. Which which definitely shows which that the improvement. Yeah. Orlando Brown and Joe Thune are... Uh, very welcome on that. Yeah. Yeah. And Mahomes was very happy about it because Cleveland has a very good pass rush. Um, yeah, Cleveland has a very good pass rush, and I just i I was kind of I, I was not surprised. It was more just confirmed my suspicions. Uh, their mm-hmm. offense is the exact same as it was last year. You know, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelce. I'm not gonna no, I'm it's Kelsey. Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. And then, like, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, whenever they feel like... He, he's like the make-a-wish kid on the team. Like, he doesn't really get to do that much. Which is a bummer, because like, he's, like... He he's actually talented. is Yeah, he's enjoyable. He's, yeah. like... I, he reminds me of, like, Doug Martin a little bit, or a little bit like Maurice Jones-Drew, where he's, like, he's so small, but he's, like, he... You don't really see him getting through that first level, and then he just, like, explodes into, like, the second and the third level. And he just... He doesn't go down easy for as little as he is. He's just you, a little muscle you, answer. You know, you know what they should do, though? They should trade like eight first round picks, like like eight years to the Panthers, and just get Christian McCaffrey and just see if they can break the points record of like the <laughs> league. Because could you imagine? Like everyone else would just quit at that point. I mean, yeah, you just have everyone in the AFC West just punching the air. Yeah, just just, like son of a, just so upset. They can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. The Browns also did look good on offense. Uh, Baker, no touchdowns in one pick. I mean. He looked good. That last pick was a desperation. And he was hit as he's throwing it. Yeah. Shout out Mike Hughes making the game ceiling interception. Um Yeah, Nick Nick Chubb looked awesome. Yeah. Nick Chubb was very good. Yeah. Kareem Hunt is the best, you know, change of pace back probably in the NFL. And uh 
yeah, their defense is uh, is also pretty solid. So, I don't know. Kevin Stefanski seems to know what he's doing down there. Yeah. it. Uh, I know there are definitely a very a hefty amount of Vikings fans that are – very much. <laughs> <laughs> that was that exhale right uh, there. Very much calling, like you know, just it's it's the stare. It it's picture like the Conan O'Brien like gif where he's like out the window mm-hmm. and he's just like looking in and they're like trying to jump ship and back into Cleveland. Like Kevin, no, yeah, like I want you back. I don't want to be with Mike anymore. <laughs> they're outside of his window with a boombox. Yeah, and it's, it's just. I mean, I don't know. I have no issue with the Browns. Obviously, we play them in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to hope we win. But Ooh, yeah, that's going to be. I know, that's like, going to be contentious. Because like, hey, the Browns, the Browns were my. If you remember, a couple a couple years ago, you had the Bengals. I had the Browns as as I think, our. I think like, that was last year. Well, yeah, like, yeah, because it was, it was couple, Joe Burrow. Yeah, we made yeah. it a couple and yeah, two seasons ago, and then we had it we last each year. An AFC team that did terrible the year before. Yeah, and the Browns, the Browns did great for me. They're. Uh, and it helped that I was like, you know, gotta stick Bengals with Kevin Stefanski. And they have a lot of, you know, Minnesota ties, so I have I have no issue with the Cleveland yeah. Browns. I, I think regardless of the outcome of this game, uh this last week, you know, Chiefs Browns, both these teams are gonna be in the playoffs. I yeah. I'm very confident of that. And the fact that the Browns were able to hang around and potentially win the game if it weren't for, you know, some punch shenanigans and kinds of some weird stuff there at the end, I I mean, if you're a Browns fan, it's been so bad for so long. I think this is the endorsement that yeah. last year was not a fluke, and you guys are good. I don't know how teams. I don't. I honestly, every time I see games like this, I'm like, how are you? How are teams expected to guard or to game plan for Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. and Tyreek Hill. Well, and Mahomes and Hill had that one play that they always do, where he just hucks it, and Hill just like runs his defender like out of the stadium and then comes back to catch yeah, the ball because he he's still so fast. Gets it and he just and then there's just no one down there and so no. he just kind of walks in the and end he always zone. catches things like in his body and I'm like <laughs> I just I'm like I don't understand how everything it's just it doesn't make it's sense. It's ridiculous and his changes direction is just stupid. Yeah. And you, then you have all like oh he's not open while well, Kelsey will be. Tyreek Hill has never caught the ball and then made less than three cuts after the. Well, fight. every time he catches the ball, he like hops backwards. Yeah, and he's like oh, oh, oh. he like and hops like, backwards and he's like returning a punch in like the middle of the defense. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm like God, it's, it's so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, very good at football. Chiefs are still very good, but the Browns are too. So everyone's good. Every- you should all be happy. Everyone's good. All right. Um, a couple other games, but I'm sure we'll talk about in segments. Let's go into our segments. Performance of the week is the very first one. Obviously, this goes to the player, defensive unit, offensive unit, special teams unit, coach, whatever, uh, that had the best performance of the week. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Kevin, what's your performance of the week? My performance of the week is Mr. Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. who put on a one-man show on an ascendant uh, Arizona Cardinals squad yeah. absolutely shellacked the Tennessee Titans yeah. 38 to 13 in a game that I think a lot of people, myself included, were probably giving the Titans an edge in kind of, you know, leading up to it. I thought they both had suspect defenses and some fairly high powered offenses, but it wasn't even close. No. And Kyler Murray was a big part of that four touchdowns and one pick, but 289 yards, and he also uh, ran for 20 more and one more touchdown. That, that highlight of him literally running, like literally yeah. a Madden play, running all around the backfield, 
and just juking guys and then still making the play like 20-ish he, yards downfield. He down could field. actually do this, like, the Madden play where they run all the way back to the end zone yeah. and then like slowly work their way back through it all. And, like, and because that's real he's so short, he looks so fast. Yeah. His legs are going so fast. And I'm not worried at all about going against that. Uh, this week, no, I'm not, no, it's, it's and, gonna be fine. You know, we got Chandler Jones on their side, five sacks, and four. I think it was like three and four in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. It's it like was, uh, it's a little scary. I'm honestly. not worried. I'm really no, I'm, I'm, not I'm next week. I'm not worried. Hey, you're gonna have to play him at some point. And uh, I think special special note here. Uh, shout out to uh, best tight end of the Gophers I've ever seen, Max Williams. Got a target. Oh, uh, didn't didn't catch it. But wow, he got a target. So. <laughs> that's where he is, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All right. Apparently, I'm just in the box score. And Great. I see, I see zero reception, zero yards. <laughs> but uh, you know, they're they're looking at him. They're working on it. Uh, how about you? What was your performance? Uh we already talked about it. But my performance of the week goes to the just the Saints' defensive game plan. I I just. It's it's I'm the most shocked by yeah, it. Rub, rub it in. I hey rub it in. I it has to be. I mean, you you hold the MVP to 15 and 28, 133, two interceptions. I mean, he's literally Aaron Rodgers, literally the worst quarterback according to QBR. Not, not only did they <laughs> stop Aaron Rodgers, they stopped Jordan Love for yeah, like an entire they, quarter. They made him fumble. Yeah, yeah, that was. He was I mean, right there. Aaron he was Jones score. in ineffective. I mean, they are down, yes. But A.J. Like, Dillon was then, doing like four yards a carry, but they never gave him the ball. Because like the offensive line, I feel like, we're, this is kind of getting off on a tangent, but it suits A.J. Dillon more because they're not opening up big holes, so they just need like a like the quads to just punch right through and yeah. fall down De- for Devontae only having 56 yards and five receptions. Most of that on one when, throw at the yeah. end of the half. When yeah. most of this, like the, off- the pass offense goes through him, like... I mean, there's yeah. a reason he led the league. And and no one else picked up the slack either. I no. mean, Tunyon was terrible. MVS was terrible. Lazard was terrible. Well, it, Cobb, and the, the, big, the big thing is, yeah, ro- like Rodgers was just flat out missing people. Yeah. Like there was just bad throws. And I, I mean, a lot of great coverage sacks too. Like, I mean, forcing him to like, nothing's open downfield, just all yeah. around great performance. Yep. All right. The next segment is the Nathan Peterman Award. Basically the exact opposite. Um person team entity thing that hurt your hurt the team or was the worst of the week I, I'd like to throw just one little note in there it, it is who hurt the team the most in that week however there's like a little soft spot because it's Nathan Peterman <laughs> so it's like you know if if you're who we're about to say and you're listening to the podcast just know like we enjoy that you kind of fucked up and we hope you do better next time that's not mine this week so <laughs> <laughs> but okay is yours Aaron Rodgers? No. Okay, good. <laughs> it just—I don't have any opportunities yeah, all, for this. All I your just segments all are just it. Packers. Stuff. All the two-minute drill is just Packers. <laughs> just everything. It's just, oh. uh, okay. Well, what's what's your Nathan Peterman? My Nathan Peterman is the NFL officials. They had a—they oh, okay. they had a rough week one. There this were, is an asterisk on what I just said. Then. Yeah, they—they they had a very 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 rough week one, and it was across the board. It wasn't like one specific game. Obviously, you know. False starts and holdings are yeah. things that just happen, but 50-50 calls, calls being wrong, and you know, just blatant misses or just bad decisions. Just it's on them. You ha- it goes back to Thursday. I wish we even talk about Thursday night game. Nope. Um, where 
hot mic, the ref goes, uh, let's just say, let's just yeah. call. It's like, they okay. They said the quiet part literally over I, the I the don't like that. No. I'm like, I, I like to think, you know, I, I block that part of the NFL out where I'm like, I just know they kind of make it up. Like the fact that spotting rules are mm-hmm. like, okay, it's over on the sideline. Here, just toss. I'm, I'm, I'm lined up with you. Let me just toss it to you on the hash. Yeah, I, I want the lie where like, it's all a hundred percent above board, and yeah. there's never anything that goes on like that. And when you hear over the hot mic, they're talking about you know very abstract. All right, let's just say that it was. It's it's not a good. And look. you have the dude where they, he threw the taunting call, like he made the look where he was like, "Oh, that I think that's a new taunting one." And like that same guy that yeah. on the hot mic. I mean, it was. It's it's a tough look, and I we always ask them to be better, but. We know Make they get a full time job. We know they never you know. will be, and There's it's no reason these guys should have to have like, other jobs. You, ha- I hate that you go into every Sunday or every game, and you're like, "Please just have it be fair and I, consistent." I hope that nothing wrong takes place. Yeah, like you don't go into like a courtroom, and you're like, "Man, I hope they remember the laws." I know. Like- <laughs> I'm like, it sucks, and I'm like, "Gosh, I just hope we don't get screwed today." Yeah, and it's unfortunate, but here we are. My Nathan Peterman Award that we're we're going back. We're going back to the little soft, you know, nice feeling underneath the terribleness. Uh Matt Nagy. Ah. He's so ah. fucking funny. Um, because for those of you that didn't see, the Los Angeles Rams play the Chicago Bears on Sunday night. And the Rams won pretty handily, uh, by twenty points. But at the beginning, you know, back when the teams are tied, uh the Bears got a huge run by David Montgomery and Andy Dalton, obviously to preface is starting the game. He's the starter as they've been saying all off season. So Montgomery gets a huge run. They're down in the red zone and Matt Nagy puts Justin Fields in and he completes a pass for like nine yards or something like that. And it's like, wow, good job. That's your first NFL completed pass. Get the fuck out of there. (laughs) And he pulled fields, put Dalton back in who immediately threw an interception and then he kept Dalton in, like, basically the whole game, except yeah. for one play where Fields got to run for a touchdown. Anytime Justin Fields touches the ball, something good happens. Anytime Andy Dalton does it, something bad happens. And he just, he won't, like, he won't learn. He won't think. And he's hurting the Bears. And, I, you know, as a Packer fan, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. But it's just so funny to watch. And not only is he not letting Justin have his shot, He's giving him little little taste, little tease, yeah. and he has to stand there with his helmet on the whole game and just like, like wait in the wings, like maybe <laughs> maybe Papa Matt is gonna let me you know come to the dinner table tonight. And it, I'm convinced he's <laughs> trying to make a new Taysom Hill. Yeah, I'm like, what are we doing here? What's going on with I this? Just, I don't, I don't get it. We it's want, so we're confident dumb. that you're our quarterback of the future, but we're not that confident. And but, it's like, but look at this guy; his hair is orange. I know one of our colors. Is orange. I think that if Justin Fields he grew came this to the orange facility, beard just for this, if Justin Fields came to the facility with like temporary hair dye in his hair, which is bright orange, Matt Nagy would be like, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so that's that's my Nathan Peterman. Never change, Matt. Yeah. All right, next up we got stock up. Um, I'm gonna keep it there, and my stock up is rookie quarterbacks. I think that they all look just fine like they looked they looked good the in the in the 
setting that we can get them in, in or the is, grand scheme. in the grand scheme of things. Trey Lance threw a touchdown pass. He's one for one, five yards and a touchdown. That's that's his action. He it's had solid. you know three carries, only two yards. What's a QBR like, on that one? <laughs> but because Garoppolo played really uh, seven point nine is the QBR quarterback rating though the the inflated one because mm-hmm. there's you it's know like six hundred thousand no one one twenty seven point one. It's only out of one fifty. Like it's only out of like one fifty nine point three or one fifty one point. No, I think it's like one fifty nine. One fifty nine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Something like that. Um, but so he so he looked you know he yeah. looked just fine. Uh, you jump over Zach Wilson, I think actually fine for the help that he was given. Yeah. And you know, he, he was sacked six times, obviously the jets, they lost, you know, Makai Becton, their massive left tackle. He, uh, I think he's season. I think he, I think so. I don't know the confirmation, but he had to be carted off and it, it was actually heartbreaking. You can actually see him like when he was sitting there, he, people could able to see what he said Mm -hmm. and he was like, this sucks. Like I was doing so good too. Yeah. And like, it, it's just awful, obviously. And, you know, towel in, in his head and we got to do something about knees as a society. Yeah. Like it's awful, man. Because like, if we could just invent like a brace or like, maybe you need to like, maybe it's just a surgery where like in between college yeah. and the pros, you take a year and you just like replace all of your ligaments with like, synthetic ligaments or something. Yeah. <laughs> we just stop having this happen. Yeah. I, I think, um, Zach Wilson showed that he, it's easy for the Jets fans to kind of forget about Sam Darnold, who actually was in this game, but Sam Darnold really, I mean, it was, you know, he did fine, but yeah. it is what it is. McCaffrey is that whole team. He had a, oh, he's close got a to cast. 200. Yeah. yeah. So Zach Wilson's kind of alone. He's got a lot of unknown guys. They played, I think that, I think the Jets actually played the most rookies, most snaps by rookies um, yeah. in the whole NFL. Uh, you jump over Mac Jones, Looked very comfortable against a very good Dolphins defense, if not for, um, you know, some some late game stuff that happened. They definitely could have won that game. Um, mm-hmm. Mac Jones looked good. And like you said, Justin Fields, very limited action. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I, I, as, a, as a rival of the, the Bears, I'm happy that he is not their starter because... Yeah, he's significant. His ceiling significantly higher than Andy Dalton. Yeah, solid, solid showing by all the rookies. Yeah. Um, let's see. My stock up, Russell Wilson. We are back into let Russ cook territory, <laughs> which means we will be out of it. You know, in several in a few weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah, but for the time being, I mean, you know, Russ had a pretty shaky end to last season. Yep. Which, I you know, he keeps doing this. I feel like, and so people will then start to undervalue him. And I know I did it where I was like, I don't know if Russell Wilson is, you know, that guy anymore. 254, four touchdowns, no picks. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't get much better than that. I don't think this game was ever really in doubt for the Seahawks on the road against a good defense in Indianapolis. Russell Wilson is still good at football. His receivers are still awesome. His offense is still high powered. I may have been sleeping on the Seahawks a little bit too much before this season started. Yeah. Yeah. So he's my stock up. Um, Can I do my stock down? Because it kind of relates to your stock up. Go for it. My stock down is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, I didn't talk about him because... Because he's a fucking loser now. (laughs) He lost his only regular season game of his entire life. (laughs) Not He didn't lose regular season in high school. He didn't lose a regular season game in college. But he gets the NFL, and wouldn't you know it, 
oh for one bust <laughs> loser against arguably probably like the garbage be the worst team too. yeah no he's i mean i i cannot emphasize enough how much of a bust trevor lawrence is after this week he's done he's cooked he's washed it's over three interceptions how can you recover from that I don't, you, you tell me well it's also not looking good that Urban Meyer's rumored to like resign. Yeah, it, and it's go weird to like how, back to college, go to USC. When you're super Ooh, USC job like, open yeah. in California, in in Southern California. Sure, why not? When you made your entire career <laughs> coaching students who don't really talk back to you as much, or like have as much you know say in the decisions, and you were beating up on shitty teams most of the time. Yeah, and then you go to the Jaguars, who looked terrible in yeah this game. i mean i think the the jags of like they have a they had the, the number made the texans they had good. a number they had the number one pick for a reason there are a lot of issues on this jaguars defense on this team and especially on the defense trevor lawrence is gonna be fine i think no it is what it is no. you know i just <laughs> I'm calling it i'm planting my flag right here. i mean that would be if you were to bet on when you one of the rookie quarterbacks being a bust I'm sure the best payout odds would be betting that Trevor Lawrence would be the bust because he was the most polished. We're in he Minnesota, was, I can't you know, bet, but correct. We can if hey, shout out Jordan Luco. That's how Dustin gets his bets in. <laughs> Admitting to crimes yeah. during recording. Hey, not me. I I don't do it. No, that's liable. true. You're offering someone else's crime. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying what I'm aware of. I could be a informant. I feel like well, they'll have to legalize Minnesota at some point. At some I point. mean, at some point, every yeah. state will be. Um, but yeah, Trevor Lawrence bust. Um. <laughs> Jesus. All right, my stock down again. Already talked about it. Uh, NFC North. Yeesh. It was rough. <laughs> it was a it was a rough performance for our, for us uh, people in the NFC North. Obviously, when you're a fan of the NFC North or one of the teams, you hope for three losses and a win, and you hope to be that one win. Here, here should be your actual stock down because it's not the NFC North. Your stock down is Week One. Week One is stupid. Week One sucks. It's dumb. It's lame. No one actually tries in Week One. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's, totally. It's fine. Week Two is is here. I when you're listening I, to this episode, Week Two starts tonight. Until so it's already over. until next week when we might be saying Week Two. No, it's maybe sucks. maybe football's just dumb. <laughs> maybe maybe we just don't watch this year. Maybe I could get real mad about kneeling out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I petition. I'm done. I'm out. You know what? After I'm three done with years, <laughs> I've decided it really bothers me. <laughs> Why is Kaepernick not have a job? <laughs> Yeah, be on both sides. Actually, of though, that I wouldn't even talk about it because Madden's stupid, and we've made our opinions on it. Oh yeah, I know Madden stinks. Colin Kaepernick was given a higher Madden rating than Kirk Cousins this year. Yeah, he was rated eighty-one. Kirk was like seventy-nine. And if you disagree with that? You're racist. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, so that takes care of segments. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Ah. Uh... I have uh, Buffalo in trouble question mark. Is that that sounds like a two minute drill question? Oh, does, okay. Well, then we'll 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 come back to that. <laughs> I have save uh, that. Bucks and boys both look dangerous. Yeah, no, Dak Dak looked really good. That was a Thursday night game last uh, week. They ago. combined for like a hundred and like eight pass attempts. Yeah, in that was, game or hundred and six. There was no running. Uh, I understand. Like, may, here's my conspiracy theory. I think that. The Bucks defense has such a good run defense 
because teams just decide we just can never run against them. We just can't do it. And that's why they always have, it's a paradox. Like they always so like have no one even try. Exactly. Like Dalvin cook almost had a hundred yards last year against them. And mm-hmm. it was like, like he was averaging, I think like over four yards a carry. Like he had a really good game when we played them. And I just think teams just give up on the run so early and they're just like, oh, that's why all their stats are like so inflated. I don't know. I have two words for you. Vita Vea. Uh, yo, you know, Vita Vea is uh, <laughs> terrible. Like, he's absurd. Like, he... Actually, I have I have nine words for you. Tavita Tuliakiono Tuipolotu Mosisi Vahe Fehoko Faletau Vita Vea. I bet you can't say that five times fast. I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, both teams look really good. I think that the Cowboys are significantly like better than we anticipate. Then I don't. I, I refuse to give Mike McCarthy credit for anything. So I'm. I'm gonna. I know you were high. On the, I know out. you were high on the football team, but I was saying that the Cowboys were going to be taking that division. And well, that's a good. That's and a good we didn't. Starting. We didn't talk about it. But Fitzmagic, R.I.P. in peace. He uh, got a really hip sub. Subluxation. Sub, subluxation. His hip is gone. Yeah, I, I, like I saw that. I'm like, did he break his hip? I think it's like it, it came halfway out. It might have. Which is like worse than if it came all the way out. Maybe. Maybe. I Maybe. don't know. But it's bad. He's go- yeah. He's out for a while. All right. So week two, our games, obviously, as I mentioned, Vikings are going to Arizona. We play at 3.05 Central Time. What do you think the line is on that one? I think that it's Arizona minus six. Only Arizona minus three and a half. Wow. Yeah. They uh Vegas maybe knows something we don't. I don't know. Over unders fifteen and a half for that. Um I'd be I'd be worried if I were you, and I'm not just saying that. Oh, I'm I terrified of this yeah. game. No, I am I am terrified of this game. I I, I could see this going very poorly, or I could see it being a you know, like a week one mirage and the Cardinals aren't actually that good. I am yeah, I I hope. I hope that it's just like the Cardinals that they've been doing since Cliff Kingsbury's been their coach and they just kind of fizzle. Yeah. And, you know, they have these games where they're like I mean, they beat the Bills last year. Yeah. And on a Hail Mary. On the, Hail like, Murray. On the Hail Murray, and it's like, you know, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Not even close, and so, well, I guess they were kind of close. Um, so I'm worried though. I, yeah, I, I'd be worried as well. I would like to get somehow pull off a win. Yeah. Um, other game I want to highlight because I know yours is the Monday night game. Yep. Sunday night, uh, Chiefs at Ravens. It's gonna be interesting. I thought the Ravens looked uh, kind of shitty this last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the offense clearly suffering from being on their like fifth string running back. Yeah. Off the street. I definitely think that they could still win this game. Not having Marcus, losing Marcus Peters, that's huge. To the season really hurts. I think it's going to be really. Marlon Humphrey's alone on the corners there. Yeah, to pull this one out. I mean, they're going to need to buckle down on defense. Um, Yeah. What do you think the line is? Uh, I'm going to go at Baltimore. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, Chiefs minus four. Chiefs minus three and a half. Over under fifty five. So they're expecting points. And then obviously the other game. Monday night, Lions going to Lambeau. Yes. So this is the Packers playing the Lions. The Lions who lost their high draft pick last year in week one to like an ACL, I think it was. He's mm-hmm. he's done for the season. Uh, on defense, their offense did not look very good. They got a bunch of garbage time points. But in terms of, you know, the actual statistics, 
Both sides of the ball, the Lions pretty much are who we thought they were. They're going to Green Bay, home opener. This is the week after a devastating loss. And so it's not very often that I can say that the entire season hinges on a week two matchup. <laughs> but, I mean, if we fucking lose to the Lions in at home, and, and, you know, like right after the wake-up call game, you're gonna, it, you're gonna it's have to over. Eat a, you're going to have a big bite of your Yeah, hat. I'm going to have to eat part of my hat, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. And so, I mean, if that goes the way it is, maybe there's not even a podcast episode next week. I don't oh, know. no, maybe, there would be. Maybe I just disappear oh, into absolutely the... Oh, I, I do the Breaking Bad like <laughs> you know service that makes you disappear, and I'm living in a cabin in Vermont for the rest of my life. They have to win this game. It is absolutely imperative that they not only win this game, but win it convincingly. And I, so the Lions showed some grit. They came, yeah. they came back against the oh, Niners. Oh yeah, no, they have I mean, grit. They have grit in abundance. Watch uh, that's Dan caps. Campbell. Watch yeah, kneecaps. I will not be watching this game at the 10K studio either because <laughs> that is cursed. So that's all I really have to say. I mean, this is this is make or break. Jamal I did not Williams think, revenge game. Yeah, he's gonna be dancing so yeah, much. Here we go. He's uh, dance uh, what all do you, over the field. What do you think the line is? Uh, I think it's like I think I saw this on Twitter, so I think it's like minus ten. Packers. Minus eleven, and over under is only forty eight. So they're expecting a uh, pretty hefty, hefty win here. Like I mean, I should bet like a lot of money on the Lions and just like try and hedge my life somehow. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, concerned. Yeah, I, I apprehensive. Yeah, I mean it's the Lions, but but hey, if they lose, knows? then I'm free. Then I don't care about the rest of the season. You wouldn't care about the other. No, I'd, I'd care deeply. 15 games. Yeah, I'd, I'd still care. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to two-minute drill. All right. You have four. I have, I have four. four. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, you start. Okay. Well, this this fits. Um, Wait, explain two-minute real quick. Yeah. So two-minute drill, we start a timer, and we have to answer. We go rapid-fire questions. Kevin and I alternate, and it's just a quick gut reaction. You don't really think too much, and... And we have not been briefed ahead of time on these questions. Yeah, we have so no sometimes idea. Sometimes we so, ask each other the same question. Sometimes there are yeah. uh, some repeats. And we always get it in two minutes exactly. Yep. Never more, never less. All right. First one. Timer is go. How worried should Packer fans be? Scale one to ten. Ten, ten obviously being ten worried. Most. Yeah. Uh, seven. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, already. I'm, I'm quite concerned. You were not talking about the panic. You were really... Panic button's there. It's, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's there. It's here. Right. I'm, I'm holding it. Um... Who will win the NFC North this year? Put I'm sticking with my prediction. Packers still. I just, man, yeah, I don't know. Uh, are the Cardinals that good or are the Titans just not that good? I think. Or both. I think it's both. I think the Titans are worse than we thought. I think the Cardinals are better than we thought. Um, all right. This was assuming you said the Vikings to the last question. So that would make the Packers a wild card team. When was the last time the Packers were a wild card team? Uh, isn't that when they lost to? Was that what was Colin Kaepernick? Was that actually the last time? Nope. That was 2010. That was when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, I said they would win. No, the it's division. okay. Okay, let's just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> it's a nice try. Keep going. Uh, is Jalen Hurts a franchise quarterback? It's too early to say for certain, but oh, he no, you looks, can't say it. Yes you know no. what? Okay, no. Yes or no. Yeah, because the uh, the Falcons stink. He's not. They're terrible. Okay. That, that was not indicative of his overall, right. you know, performance. Um, let's see. When was the last time Aaron Rodgers threw two interceptions in the first game of the season? Has he ever done it? It's 2010. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> when does Nagy start Justin Fields? Week six. I think it's going to last for a while. I think he'll. I think he'll work him in in a gadget capacity, and so like he'll be like, "No, look, he's in," but he's not actually in for real until week six. Packers. Week seven. <laughs> oh no, you already committed. <laughs> this is the Packers at Soldier Shit. Field too. Oh, that's definitely going to be it. Oh, that's for oh, sure going to be it. Oh, that'd be awesome. All right, and final question: uh, What happened to the previous team that lost to the Saints, thirty-eight to three? You didn't say in week one. I feel. Like, I mean. That'd be that would be really no, well. No, I'm just asking a question. I'm just a guy asking questions. That what, team what is happened? led by Tom Brady, yeah. the greatest American. And, and so, in and so what, what, do they, what do they do at the end of the season last year? They somehow overcame adversity, and their defense led them to a championship, which mm-hmm. the Packers will not. So, so the last time the Packers were a wild card, they won the Super Bowl. The last time Aaron I didn't Rogers say they're gonna be the wild card. I didn't say they're gonna be the wild card. The last time he threw two interceptions in the opening game, they won the Super Bowl. And the last time a team got beat by the Saints thirty to three, they won the Super Bowl. I feel like we can just stop the count right here and just give it to them and just. Oh, that's how the NFL works. Next There's season. not another yeah. sixteen games and two minutes. Oh, we don't, get, we don't get to talk about it anymore. It's just we've decided. It's all right. I mean. <laughs> It's pretty embarrassing, but I, I suppose you have a. It's have a point all there. I have. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> hey, you have that nice, tasty hat. So I don't even know what I'm going to do. You boil like, do it. I, I boil you it. You have to boil. I mean, you, I don't think you'd be able to bite through that. No, but like you have to boil. Does it. that make it like I'm? I'm still going to like get sick. Oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Your, your, <laughs> your bowels will be a disaster. It'd be more edible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could maybe put some like. I don't know, sauce on Ketchup. it. <laughs> I don't know, some what? condiments. Some cheese. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. All right, but that's, that's going to do it. Not worried at all. Um. Well, I don't think we need to talk about any other game. We spend enough time on all of it. So no, we're just no. going to go right into week two. Uh, we're not worried about our teams at all or no, our matchups. No one's ever been worried. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. The, no NF- the NFL is just an endless loop of pain. And yeah. There's a broken heart in the logo, and now we remember why. It's great. All right, well, thanks for listening to our episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. Go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You just search 10K Takes. Also find us on Twitter and TikTok, at third underscore forever 10K, where we post our episodes each week, as well as clips of episodes, memes, GIFs, content, thoughts, polls, whatever you want. Uh, you'll see links. Sadness. Yeah, sadness. Well, that's what it, it's going to be. Uh, you'll see links to me and Kevin's socials on there where we might be a little more active, um, but you still need to go fight with Kevin on Twitter. He needs it, especially in these, these trying times. I, and no one, no one's doing it. Yeah. It's, it's especially not, now the Packers got yeah, their they asses stink. kicked. Come get me. <laughs> go, go, go get them. They might win go get next he, week and I'll be back on top of the mountain. He again. wants it. Yeah. Um, I've been your host, Adam Oz, drives eyes by my co-host, Kevin Olm. Kevin, final words. Aaron, please, don't do this. (laughs) 